Okay, we are in Sefer Nachum, Perik Gimel, Pasuk Aleph, Hoi Ir Damin, and Perik Gimel is the third and final Perik of Sefer Nachum. And like the other Prakim, it is intensely focused on the destruction that is to come to Ashur to Nineveh, its capital, and the entire Assyrian Empire, which, as we've noted, was the greatest empire of its time. And it's going to disappear without a trace because the Kaddish Baruch, whose vengeance is intensely focused on Ashur. So we begin. Hi, woe to you, Irdamim, literally city of blood. Kula Kachash filled with deceit and robbery. Parak Malaya Loyomish Torah. Your booty, treasure, looted assets of other nations never leave you because you are in a constant state of attack and strategy planning and campaigning militarily. So it never stops. Kol Shot the Kol Rosh Opan. In fact, the sounds of war just emanate your cities. Uh, you have the sounds of the uh, chariots, the sounds of the swords, the galloping steeds. It's like its citizenry is just constantly preparing for war. Um, the sister of moreover, Parash Allah Ulav Cherev Uberok It's in this preparation the horseman raises his, his um, flashing sword and spear. The um, bodies pile up. Open the sister of and it says, Verov Cholol. It just the corpses. Are piled up in the city. Until there's just no room for them. You stumble over them because so many people are lying there in the street because of your warfare. May Rose Nunei, and now the Novi uses a very familiar metaphorical imagery, that of the harlot. May Rose Nunei. Because of your harlotry, and because you have uh, seduced nations through your harlotry and your pshafim, your witchcraft. So what the Navi is saying there is that what Ashur did was they would seduce their neighboring countries or would-be enemies with flattery, uh, with just affection and stuff, and then, of course, turn upon them. Uh, they would um, insulate, insinuate themselves into these people and then attack and conquer. Those that they couldn't flatter away or seduce with their charm, they did it with kishuk, with magic. And therefore, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Hinini Olayech, I am set against you, Asher, Nu Hashem. 
and continuing this metaphor of a harlot, I will lift your skirts above your head. That was the traditional punishment to a zona where you exposed her in the town square. And so the nations of the world will see your shame and they will see your humiliation. Um, and as we said, that is the traditional punishment for the heart. And I will send against you shikutsim, like uh, reprehensible, creepy things. Um, and they will make your flesh rot for samticha karoi. Literally, I will make you like excrement. I will befoul you. And all those that see you, all your former friends will withdraw from you. Radak says, because of your humiliation. And then um, Rashi says that what it means when the could see him is filthy garments you will wear. They will withdraw from you. Ninve is desolate to finish. Who is there left to comfort you? Where are we going to find uh, those that console you, that those that mourn for you? Uh, as Radak says they, they couldn't care less about you because what you have done to them uh, in the past with your battles so that no one is going to be left to even care to even mourn for the glory that was uh, um, Assyria continues the Navi are you better than a city called Mino Amon. No Amon was reportedly a large metropolis in Egypt. Hayosra Biarim, they dwelt in secure forests. Mayim Savidla, surrounded by water that made them invulnerable. Asher Chayel Yom Yom Chomosa, they were fortified, they were armed, they were guarded. Some say No Amon is the city of Alexandra. Uh, but um, Abarbanel says it can't be. One, it's named for Alexander the Great, which is centuries later. But it is a very large city in the Egyptian area that was similar to Ashur in its strength um, and then was destroyed. So Kush, Atzma, Kush would be Ethiopia. Umitzrayim being Ketzamitzrayim that had no boundaries, it was so spread out. Put is the name of a city, we're not sure what it is. Lubim, they think, is Libya. Hayuba Ezraseh, you're speaking to the people of um, Noamon. They had all the allies and all the friends. And Gamhi Lagola Hocha Bashevi, in the end, they went out to exile. They went out uh, in captivity. Gamolaloyer Tashu Barosh, 
that what they did was their children were literally smashed, and, you know, uh, infants were destroyed, smashed against rock, and what they did was cast lotteries for your officers as to who will go, whose slave they would be. The Cholgizoleha Rituku Bazikim, and all their um, were leaders, princes, nobles were bound in chains. In other words, this was the mighty city that's considered a, a parallel of Asher. Do you think you're going to end up better, any better than Noamon? No. Because why? Gam atishkari. Literally, you will become drunk. What the parish says, Rashi, drunk is on the kos hatare law, the poison cup that you will be forced to drink. And gam atishkari v'tihina alma. From it, you will become totally uh, Usually it means confused, but here means unknown. No one will know ever who you are. They will not remember. Um, so you will seek refuge from the enemy, and it will not help. You will seek refuge from the enemy. It's not going to help. As the Radak says, Ki'ilu lo hoisa. It's like you never existed, Assyria. Um, All your vaunted fortifications, your walled cities, will be like date trees, as it were, in the wind, fully grown date trees. Why that metaphor? Because in your know if they shake, you shake a date tree, a ripened date tree, they're ready to fall. The nuflu al piochel. They fall right into the mouths of those who are below them, waiting to capture them, to eat them. And that's what it's going to be with you. You are like dates ripe for plucking. Hinei amcha nasim bekirbechlo vayech pasuach niftechu shari artsacha achla eish Behold, your uh, trees, yeah, I'm sorry, your nushim, um, you are like women. Your soldiers are like women, which is a denigration of their fighting abilities. It's like your gates, your gates of defense are sprung open. The fire has eaten the bolts of your door. Um, it's niru ki'ilu niftechu me'alai, says the Radak. The bolts of your doors that lock the cities, it's as if they've sprung open. There's no one to open. It sprang open by itself, the bolts, just admitting every enemy that wants to besiege it to so do so. Um, uh, now the Novi is like taunting them sarcastically, saying, Hey, fortify yourselves. Shavilach, draw water for supplies. Strengthen your fortifications. Get all the clay you want that makes it verimsi bachomer. 
make mud out of it, take it to the um, kiln where it will be built and solidified into bricks that will defend you. Nonsense. None of this is going to work. There you will be consumed by fire. The sword will cut you off. Cherev tochileich will eat you. Kayole, you remember that from the uh, old locust prophecies of Amos. The yolek was the kind of um, locust that just consumed you. Hiskabe uh, kayolech, you will be consumed like locust. Hiskabe pa'arbe, the arbe was the generic term for the locusts that were just so quantitative that they swarmed around you. So this combination of both. And so you will be destroyed, you will be consumed, you will be carried away by the abundant locusts. And now think of your glory that was. Rachel is a peddler. Your salesmen, your peddlers that circumlocuted the world, as your economic machine, 24-7, you were the most economically powerful nation in the world. So there you had so many, Yelek Pashat Biyav. The Yelek will consume them, they will fly off as if they never, ever existed. That your... Um, Princes, captains, are like swarms of great locusts carried off, kigove, gove, and their life is a very interesting metaphor. Hachonim gederos biyom kora shemesh zorcha. That on a hot day, when the sun is beating down on them, locusts or insects, they have this habit of nestling or finding a cooler place on top of a wall or on top of a fence. Then after, once the sun sets or cools, the no dare. They fly off that wall that they've all swarmed, below no damakoma ayom, and nobody knows they were ever there, nobody ever remembers that they were alighting in such uh, quantities. Same thing with you, Ashur. No one is going to know you were ever there. Namuro ayech, your leaders or your shepherds are sleeping. Melech Ashur Yishkenu Adirayach, the king of Ashur, they um, are like um, resting, as it were. And you, Melech Yishkenu Adirayach, Nafshu Amchal Aharim, Ve'en Mekabes. The rest of you are like scattered among the mountains, and there is no one to gather you. Um, concludes the Navi, there's no remedy for your broken, fractured bones. Uh, and they are serious fractures, but anyone who hears about the terrible afflictions you, Asher, are suffering, literally applauding. Uh, as, as Radak says, besimcha, it was in one word. They are rejoicing at your total misfortune uh, because of everything you did to them, your history with them. You were brutal. 
And so now you are facing this extinction. Toku they are applauding because who have you not abused and conquered and tortured with your evil? And so the Navi concludes the destruction of, as we say, the mightiest empire in the world, literally without a trace, without a progenitor, without progeny, gone from the history books, gone with the wind. And so that will take care of one of Israel's bitterest, most implacable enemies. And so with that, we conclude Nachum. Yitzhah Hashem, after a one-day Labor Day recess, we will resume with everyone's favorite Navi on Tuesday, Habakkuk, 8.45 a.m. You will not want to miss it. Ad Khan.